0: I gotta say, I didn't feel too good after the last podcast uh, talking about middle management. I came down pretty hard. So, today we're gonna talk about the difference between the effective and ineffective middle management. One creates politics, the other creates progress. Hi, this is Kirk Kinnear. I'm here to support leaders that know what it feels like to carry that heavy burden, who care about their staff and wanna make an impact in the organizations they're leading. My commitment to you as a current leader is to give you company and to bring you to a place of leading lightly. Like I said, I didn't feel too good after the last one. I I felt like I came down pretty hard on middle management. Middle management is needed, but there is a clear distinction that needs to be figured out in your mind as a leader of organizations. And that is the difference between the effective middle management roles and the ineffective now, I'm not talking about individuals. I'm talking about positions. It's really important whenever you're working through job changes or managing people that there are two distinctions. One is, is the person helping the organization? And the second one is, is the position helping the organization? If the person's really helping the organization, but the position isn't, there might be an opportunity to find something else, and make something else work. If it's needed, if the person's skills are needed for the future, but if on the flip side, if the position isn't needed and uh, and you can't find a spot for the person, it's really important as the leader to make the hard choice and move on and move forward. And the thing is, if the individual is a good person and they and they work really hard, they will get they'll land on their feet and they will do fine. But uh, that's not. Unfortunately, that's not your position. That's not your concern. You need to do what's best for your organization. And and that will also, in turn, take care of you. So if you're kind of on the journey of trying to lighten your load in your role and make things easier, the most important thing to do is the hardest decisions that you know need to be done. You got to, you know, grit through it and do your very best to get to the other end of it even if it's hard so you do all your prep you do all your work but then you you still you're the one that has to do those hard choices that you know inside a lot of people know that they need to that need to be made you know you made the right choice when you don't get a big backlash from the rest of your team you might get a backlash from the community that you're working in but you won't get it from your team if you made the right choice so don't worry about that anyways that's for another day today we're going to talk kind of more about middle management versus like the effective and the ineffective roles in middle management, because I can tell you in my role, I need managers. I need people that are leading some of the team. In my past role, I had an enormous amount of different managers. This role is very different because in the current role I have, there's over 2000 or 2500 volunteers across a really large area. So I need I need effective volunteer management as well as effective staff management. Um, Whereas my previous roles, it was all staff. So you can have a ton of staff. And I had uh, 25 direct reports and only four of them, I think were not managers, the rest were all managers. So I am not I want to make this really clear, I'm not slogging middle management. And uh, that's kind of the part I wasn't sleeping well after saying the first one. So I'm going to try and reconcile that a little bit today and get add some more clarity. The difference between for me, I struggle with this quite a bit, because I was sitting there thinking, you know, you need this advisor, you need this person, you need that. And I was watching a lot of other leaders in other organizations, and they were hiring tons of middle management. In my mind, I kept thinking I didn't need it. And that's why you read a book like The Outsider. And for me, it adds a lot of sanity. Because The Outsider defines, uh, it it talks about the very best performing organizational leaders. They have a work-life balance. They have a lot of the things that we're striving for and leading lightly and striving to help other people achieve. Um, and reminding myself of all the things I need to do to continue to try and achieve this uh, because there's a lot of stresses on the job, but they also talk about basically the reduction of middle management. They make the organizations flatter. The first time I did this, uh, uh, we went from 18 to nine full-time staff in, in one day. It was a really tough day. um, And uh, I basically had to look through the organization and pick nine of what who I thought would be the best to carry the roles. Now I'm not talking to all people, but to carry the roles to build the organization back up. Because cutting half of your full time staff, even if you got a hundred part time staff or seasonal staff, cutting um, nine out of eighteen of your team right before your peak season was really hard. So. When I went through that, I kind of had to think about positions and then think about people that would fit the best positions to move us forward. Now, when I got into other roles, I kept seeing people around me hiring all of these middle managers. And I was like, what are you doing? In my mind, I was thinking it's crazy. But in some of the business schools and some of the current thinking, you want those org charts. You want all these things set in place. And I always wanted to be nimble. And I wanted my fingers on the output of the organization. I thought I was crazy. And then I read the Outsiders and it made a lot more sense. I was like, oh, okay, this actually supports where I stand on this. So I'm not entirely crazy. Um, Maybe you can remind my kids that sometimes. I just went paintballing with my son today and we had a lot of fun. But uh, um, it's really important to think bigger for your organization and make sure that you're being very strategic in those positions in the middle. Now, what is middle management? For me, the definition of middle management are people that aren't directly involved in the output of an aspect of the organization. Uh, for example, um, you, if you were a middle management, you could be kind of an HR advisor. That would be definitely, maybe it's not a manager, but they step in and have operational effective Decisions like they make decisions that are affecting your operation, but they're not uh, sitting there watching the output. Those positions, those are the ones I'm talking about. The ones where they're making decisions, but they don't know what the outcome is. I had, I think I said on the previous episode, I had a finance person just tell me to raise my rates, and I was like, my rates are bang on. They can't go up. The community will leave. They can't go. You know, and. They can't change. Like for you, it's simple. You change, you have, you know, 30,000 registrants, add 5%. Now you've got, you know, 730000 or $740,000 more in money for that part of the organization. Oh, that sounds great. It's easy. But you can't do it. You can't do it. Oh, no, not $773,000 in more in revenue. Anyways, I get into the weeds a bit sometimes here. But you can't, you can't actually do it. So those individuals are putting friction throughout your organization, and they constantly do. The difference between my current job and my past job was I in the past job, I had my whole team, but I also had advisors coming in telling me what I had to do. I'm not talking from a legal standpoint or a CPA standpoint, um, that's chartered professional accountants, any of those angles. That was not the issue. The issue is when they were t- making operational decisions they were saying, well, you got to do this, or you got to hire this person, or you got to, those are, in my mind, those are middle managers. And I, uh, I really frown upon those positions for middle management, because they create politics. So now, not only do your staff have to kind of lobby you to get something done, they try and get HR involved, or uh, a different group involved, or a middle manager, Um who has no influence or even understanding or is not even paying attention to the frontline work. So your job as a senior leader is to shrink that gap as much as you can between you and your customers. And and everybody has a customer. People some people tell me they don't and it's like I could figure out your customer in 2 seconds. But you got to shrink that gap because the closer you can get to your customers and it's not just by Doing you know controlled research studies or or doing uh, all sorts of kind of surveys and stuff, it's it's actually shrinking your organizational distance between you as the leader and your your customers. So those are one type of middle management that I definitely don't find value uh, as much value as I think. I think those are positions that you need, but you need to contract them because that's a way to reduce politics. Another one that I also think is really important to think about is when you hire management, how close are you hiring them to frontline workers? So this is not um, your advisors or your experts in different areas. You can bring those people in, but when you need people to be managed, how close are those people going to be to your front lines? Figuring out that, once you kind of figure that out, you can give people operational authority over outcomes at the front lines. And that's about as high as I'll ever get into middle management is is if someone's in charge of an operational area that directly serves, they can be responsible for it, they can own it, they can succeed or fail. Hopefully you're helping to equip them to succeed. Those are your healthy middle managers. Those are the people that you have to focus on and they're the ones connected to your community And they're the ones where if you give them ownership, they will absolutely do excellent work for you. Thanks for listening. If you liked it, remember to subscribe. If you know other leaders who could benefit from Leading Lightly, feel free to share. For more resources, visit our website at leadinglightly.com.